Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Shirley Rogers, and I'm reporting live from Euclid, Ohio. And we just want to chit-chat with you ladies and some of you gentlemen if you're interested in listening. But we're going to talk about a subject that we have no, we're not the only ones to think about this. And the subject we're going to talk about this evening is, what is it like being a woman of color living in Cleveland, Ohio, living day-to-day life? And what's really exciting about this evening, I have in this audience a, a young lady named Kia. And she's 19 years old, and what really impressed me about Kia from the first time that I met her, she's very mature for her age, and she has a lot to say about what it's like being 19 and living in this society at this time. So she's gonna talk to you all about what she sees through her eyes and hopefully represent what the majority of the young people from the ages of maybe 18 to 30 feel. And I'm gonna be speaking from the seniors, from how the seniors to maybe about 40 feel. So everybody, you know, just get something to drink, relax, kick back. And uh, if you have some questions, we're gonna open the lines up later on for you to call in. So, uh, young lady. Yes. What is your name? Actually, My what's name your name? It's Kia Wiley. Oh, Kia. And are you from Cleveland, Ohio, Kia? Yes, I am from Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. So, Kia, uh, I was told that you're sort of an activist yes. for your age. Now, why do people say that about you? Because I've always, as a child, I've always listen to older people. I've always been around older people. And one thing I learned about older people is they're not going to tell you wrong. They're not going to steer you wrong in the wrong direction. They're going to steer you in the right direction. So I just learned from them and listen instead of and take heed to what they're saying. And I just learned a lot of things from them. Well, and I just... And I can really tell because of different conversations that we've had. I had to keep reminding myself that you're only 19. So what do you think about today's topic, Kia? Uh, Rick, since we both work, and I know I have to keep my job, so I'm going to keep my uh, job anonymous, and you can do too. And uh, But we're going to talk about different issues. So what's what's a, somewhere that we can narrow this down, that we could talk about what it's like being a woman of color uh, living in Cleveland, Ohio? Um, we can say that a woman of color in Cleveland, Ohio, that's living now, today, in society, we have to work. It's almost like a have to, you know, because these men out here, they they want to be taken care of instead of we sit back and do what we have to do and let them take care of us. I feel like there's not a lot of women that can actually say, oh yeah, I actually am a housewife. You have a lot of women that say, no, I work and he worked too, and we would all leave in the house, even the kids. <laughs> Shit, even the dog. <laughs> okay, hey everybody, this is an adult station, so, you know, if you're offended, we're sorry, but look, we're live radio, and this is FM, so FM, you can say what you want on it. So, but this is real talk. So, before we go on and leave you all, just wanna let you know that this is for people that's 18 and over. Now, if you're 16, your parents say you can listen, come on ahead. But right. don't be offended because we're doing real talk and we're just not going to butter it up. We're going to just tell it like it is. Okay. So now it's interesting that, that uh, Kia said that because at my age, it was always different. When I was 19 years old at that time, men 
worked, had good jobs. A lot of them were in the Army, got out, got their first home, and they got married. And their thing was to take care of their wives, and their wives were supposed to be housewives. But unfortunately, as America's society prospered and grew, the wages of the people of color didn't grow. So even at this time, all these years, minimum wage is still not even $10 at many places. And I remember at the age of 20, making $1.60, and now I am 68 years old. So you're gonna tell me 48 years later, wages have only gone up less than $6, and $5.40. Yep. Yep. And that's a crying shame. So there's some things as a woman of color that we're gonna talk about today. Now, Kia said that the young men nowadays like women to take care of. Now, do you see that as a majority or is that just a few? Majority. I see on Instagram, social media, and social media shows a big thing of it. See, social media is what runs the world now. And it runs music. It runs, it runs politics, it runs everything. Social media is what gets people. And social media, to me, is taking over. Okay, you know what, since as you a, brought that up, could, as, you, could you go ahead and talk about that a little bit more? Because there's a lot of people that's my age, seniors, mm -hmm. that they, we didn't grow up with the computers like you all. Right. And so I had to teach it myself. And in fact, I remember having a computer that I left in a box for three months why well, I read the manual because I didn't want to break it. <laughs> and finally I took it out and found out that if you don't get it out and just do stuff by trial and error, you never learn. So if you could just explain it to people that's my age and maybe some even younger that understand what you're saying about social media and Instagram. Could you explain it a little better for us? Okay. Social media, break it down. Instagram, you have Instagram models. Instagram, you have Instagram models. Women that go on Instagram, they want to be like these women on Instagram. They want to have the fake butts. They want to have the fake boobs. They want to have that perfect nose. Like, they want to have that J-Lo butt. They want to have um, whoever lips. Um, I just feel like the women, the, the women that are on there, they want to be like how the women is on TV. Um, you can even, you don't have to have any talent like music, they would just, you know, take you on, but I feel like it's some other stuff to it because I feel like they just don't look in the real talent, they probably just screwing to get their way up to the top. And that's how I just feel, that's just real. Because and if you have real talent, back in the day, it wasn't social media, you had to really put yourself out there. You had to say, okay, well I can rap, I can sing, or, or, or I can act. You really had to go to an acting school. You didn't have to show little skits and they think this is it. Or you didn't have to be on social media and they feel like, okay, you can be funny. So they feel like you're a comedian. No, back in the day, you had to really go to clubs. You had to prove you yourself. Had to really prove you that you, you were really funny. did. Yes. And you are absolutely correct because in even my generation coming up, if you say that you were a poet, you can just say you were. You had to actually go to different little coffee shops and not be afraid to go up on stage and spit out your stuff. And you had to actually prove yourself. Prove yourself. And you couldn't just do this for a full-time job. That was your little play-play job. Mm -hmm. Your real job, you had to actually work and make some real money. So 
now that I understand from what you're seeing from your age group, because then we had to use our brains and we had to use our strength. Now, the majority of the people you see on Instagram, they're just using their bodies. And that's really sad because we are better than that as a people, as a people, women of color. My dream is to one day see women of color realize who they are. We are queens, we are queens, we are born as queens. And I want every woman of color, and when I say women of color, a lot of women get offended. I don't like the word black because that word was chosen for me. No one gave me a choice and asked me what I wanted to be called. And I say women of color because women of color includes anyone that's a, anything that's opposite of a pale skin. It could be someone from Asia, it could be India, Asia, India, the uh, American India, anywhere from the different islands, all from the different continents, Africa, America, we're all women of color. And as women of color, my dream also is sort of similar like what Dr. King's dream is, that if one day we could also come together as women of color and learn how to respect each other and stop um, uh, poking at each other, stop uh, putting each other down and respect each other for who we are. And uh, Kia, do you have anything in particular that burning <laughs> you that you would like to discuss this evening? Um, well, continuing on to what I was saying, um, we as women, as black women, we do tend to not want to stick together. We do want to point out every little thing that's wrong. You know, instead of saying, oh, you look pretty. You know, mm -hmm. you look good, girl. Shit, want your stuff off. Mm -hmm. Then saying, oh, I don't like that top you got on. You know? Or you see the next person might tell you, oh, I like the top you have on. You know, because they're not jealous. Mm -hmm. They're not hating mm -hmm. on you as a woman. So, that's what you want to see as a woman. You want to see a more of uplift. And that even go for black men. Mm. A lot of black men, they want to shoot each other. They want to be all, you know, outside, they drunk. Oh, man, you did that, blah, blah, blah. All you hear is shoot. And boom, 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 somebody did. Mm. Instead, of, instead of revolving that. And like Tupac said, even though it's funny, but like Tupac said, instead of all the violence and the killing, why don't we just smoke a blunt and be good? <laughs> just everybody just come together instead of instead of instead of just. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, what can I say? It is legal. It's legal in most states. California started first, and then they say uh, the people that was killing themselves with them hard drugs and fentanyl and meth, they just smoked their little weed and stay in the house. So you know what? Maybe uh, Tupac knew what he's talking about. Mm. But ladies and gentlemen, with that, we're going to take a commercial break right here. <laughs> and uh, we just thank you, all of our sponsors. Because without our sponsors and with our listening audience, we couldn't be where we are today. So thank you. We'll be back. Give us about less than five. Less than, actually, I say 10 seconds. We'll be back. <laughs> thank you. Good evening. We are talking on the Real Talk Tables, and I'm your host, Kia Wiley, and I'm sitting here with Shirley Rogers, and we are talking about what stops black women from uniting. 
as a whole. So I just want to know what Shirley's take on that. Oh, good evening, Kia, and thanks for inviting me on your show tonight. No I'm really, problem. really, and I really like your show. I like it because the real talk table. It's real talk. We don't cut, y'all don't cut edges here and just talk about things that really people, especially women, should be talking about. And I what, I think several things that stop us from uniting as, as women of color. Uh, one of our friends the other day was saying that she felt it was insecurity. And as women of color, a lot of women are insecure with themselves. I think it starts with each individual woman. If a woman of color doesn't love herself, it's very difficult for her to be able to um, love another person, especially another uh, black female. Also, it has a lot to do with what type of relationship that she had with her mother. If she had a bad relationship with her mother, uh, this person may resent uh, elder women. So it's so many different things. It could be uh, financial, it could be economical, and we have to start somewhere because this has been going on for so long. Mm -hmm. And I would like to see yeah. an end to it. So I'm really glad to be on this open dialogue show. Hopefully we could just go back and forth and maybe we could come up with some a plan or a agenda and hopefully the studio audience and also our telephone audience can help us come up with something that we can work for or work towards. I feel the same way on your take on that. Um, I feel like women of color, we want to hate on each other before we uplift us. Before we, before actually, really, before we actually enter in a person's home. You should enter in a person's home with grace. That's anyone. Girl, if you need something, I got you. And that's from anyone. No, 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 no. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to do that. You don't want to um, open your arms up. You know, you you rather talk about them instead of having a real sisterhood. Mm. And that's amazing you said sisterhood because that's what I see that's missing. I do remember at one point in just coming up as a young female, I remember when the Black Panther movement was coming up. There was a sisterhood. It was We were united by color. And people get the wrong impression because they felt that the Black Panthers were the gang that did violence. The Black Panthers actually worked in the community to feed the young people and to educate us about our heritage and our history, our history. And um, it's just so much that we can do. So hopefully on this talk show, we can come up with something. I feel the same way. I feel like we should come up with something. And I feel like as we talk about more of it, I feel like people are going to listen and they're going to understand what we're saying. We just want to get to the listeners. Even if we get to two or three, we feel like we did our job. So, we just feel like that. And, um... We got a host. We got somebody on the phone. Hold on, we have someone on the phone. Hello. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. As a woman of color, I yes. found out that when I'm dark skinned, 
And I found out that, that women that's red bones or high yellow, whatever, they be a, 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 a dissing on me. And, and I don't understand why. So y'all want to talk about that on this show. Thank okay. you. Good night. Bye. Okay. All right. Well, let's do that topic. Okay. I was watching a show. Actually, it was on OWN. And I want to talk about that, too. That's a good thing that that lady just told us about that and wanted to talk about that. Um, as a dark-skinned woman, dark-skinned women, we are to get pushed to the side because of our color. A light-skinned woman can get a role. Can She can be something because, oh, this is... This is what they see on TV. They don't see the dark-skinned woman on TV. They they tell they tell they tell the dark-skinned woman, "Oh, you did good to be a dark-skinned. Oh, you're pretty for a dark-skinned." No, they'll tell the red bone that she's just pretty, and they put us to the side. They single us out. They isolate us out. But the thing is, we're all women of color. Women of color are different shades. We are from rare skin, from light skin to brown skin to dark skin. All of us are beautiful. But you cannot single us out and make dark-skinned women as we're not as beautiful or pretty enough as some light-skinned women. Because we'll talk, we are. Mm. And we and we are very strong-minded. And I feel like it's not only that. I feel like a lot of, a lot of light-skinned women are intimidated by us, too. Mm. Because... The way that we go about things that we do, mm. the way that we feel so highly on subjects that we have to feel like we have to talk about it. You know, a light-skinned woman, she, even in slavery, we would be out picking cotton, and this is real talk, and they in there keeping warm, fixing food, while we out singing hymns and picking cotton. But you know the thing, and I really understand what you feel or say, because in my family, I have a sister, that is very dark skinned, same complexion as our mom, and a sister that is so light skinned she almost looks white. And I'm in the middle of them. And when we would be in public, people not knowing that we were sisters would make little comments and say something like, oh, she so was black, and that little red bone, this and that. And we used to have to fight a lot coming up. And I realized that, like we were saying earlier while we were on commercial break, that as women, we have to put aside the, the, the way we look. And I just have something I'd like to share with you all. It's a, um, something that I wrote, and it has a lot to do <laughs> as women of color and that we could come together. You look at me with stony cold eyes as though you don't know me. If you look closer, you will see that I too have carried babies and driven many miles along this promised land. I too have been put up, put down, raped, robbed, and cheated on. If you look closer, you would see that yes, I have brown eyes, but did I create myself? You say that my hair is too nappy, too straight, too long, too short, too kinky, too curly. My hips are much too big, too small. My butt too large, too small. My stomach is fat, too flat. My skin is too bright, too dark, too red. Did I create myself? So my sisters, instead of hanging around doing these petty things and talking about one another, let's get together. Our men are dying. Our babies are crying. And we, as a race of people, we are dying, not physically, not, but economically and socially. 
So let's get together. So what shall we do? I say you accept me. I say you accept me. Come on, my sisters. Let's get busy, y'all. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. I really do. And as a black woman, we need to hear more stuff like that. Thank you, my sister. You know, as black women, in the, in the olden days, back in the day, like even dancing. Let's talk about dancing. Consistence. Mm. Let's go on that topic it. real quick. Um, dancing. Women think they can dance because they can twerk, but that's not dancing. It's not dancing. Dancing is when you don't have to do all that. You feeling good because the music is moving, and it and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to dance like Beyonce or you gotta dance like Michael Jackson. But mm -hmm. you gotta dance for you and you, and it's not all about twerking and shaking butt. You know what I'm saying? And a, and a dude coming behind you and just you know like y'all humping on the floor. Mm. So I just feel like we should bring that back. You know. Women of color should not downgrade themselves like that. And you, you know, know what? what? And see, this audience, this is what I'm talking about. You should be only shaking your butt for your man. Thank you. And this is what I'm saying, y'all, <laughs> for 19. That's why I'm so in awe of Kia. Because she's right. Because why should women of color, queens, queens, and I'm going to say it again. I want you to get it in your head. Every day, look in the mirror and say, I am a queen. I am a queen and really dress like a queen, feel like a queen, walk like a queen, talk like a queen. And don't be on the dance floor giving away some free ass. You on the dance floor, some strange man you ain't never seen and you rubbing <laughs> up and down on him. Come on, he get his thing going on. Come on now. Don't be a booty call. Then we say this is the real talk table. So ladies and gentlemen, we just appreciate y'all, and thank you so much, Kia, for inviting me on your show. No problem. Love having you. Thank and you. hope to have you again. And like we said, this is the Real Talk Table, and we are out of here, and we will see you soon, and hope, good love, good pieces. Thank you. Bye-bye.